welcome. This is the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. And this is episode number... 35. So, 35. It's number 35. 35. 35. So, very close to midlife crisis. The second. Second midlife crisis. Alright, so do we want to talk about... Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. The season finale was on Sunday. Yes, it just aired this week. Game of Thrones. And what was so funny is I didn't even tell you. Uh, um, remember, I was I rushed home from the gym uh-huh. to get home in time to see it. Yeah, because we weren't waiting for you. It's yeah, yeah, you guys aren't gonna wait for me. That's not that's not happening. But I rushed home. But the thing was, is that as I was leaving, there was nobody there at the gym. At the gym, and oh, I was Game like, I'm wondering. I mean, yes, it's a heavily Hispanic neighborhood, but everybody was like, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, though. Right, because nobody was there. It was it was. Close, close to crunch time. Like if we didn't live as close, I would have had to have left a little earlier. Wow. So it was, it was pretty funny. I I was just assuming everybody was gone for Game of Thrones, and only the two people that were left. It was just, uh, there are people I probably can't hang with. Yeah, but we also get the um, Eastern feed, so you had to be home by six instead of nine. You never know. You never know how many people have the Eastern mm-hmm. feed. It's true. It's true. But yeah, season finale. You gotta wait until 2019 before there's any new episodes. Yay, so over a year. Mm-hmm. Nice. But what's funny though, spoiler alert for well, yeah. anyone, obviously. It's a Game of Thrones Game episode, of Thrones, though. We're I gonna recap the... the fuck out of it. Not gonna be that Wonder Woman shit <laughs> where we danced around. We just danced. Danced. Around plot and story and stuff that happened that we really liked. But this is gonna be straight out telling you you will be spoiled yeah i'll put it in the um description you know this is the game of thrones episode there's going to be spoilers if you're not caught up to the too bad to the (laughs) season finale then don't listen yeah don't don't listen and we don't want you to listen honestly if you haven't caught up with game of thrones well i don't want to be that person that ruins everything but also i mean our relationship with game of thrones is a bit different True, because I've been on and off the bat the wagon for years. Yeah, and, and I've had my my punch card completely maxed out since like the first season. So, what do you mean your punch card? I've been returning every single time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I keep coming back. Punch card. So you're saying? Uh, so you're saying that you, Game of Thrones is, has been for the last seven years? It has been the show that you watch the day it comes out and yep. the second it comes out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can't wait. Yeah, I get mad. I think two, no, yeah, the last, this last season has mm-hmm. been amazing. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it has been amazing, but I fell off the wagon last season, and I think the season before I fell off as well, where I had to then play catch up and binge a whole season. But binging Game of Thrones, I think, is good, especially the early seasons, because you don't really know what's happening in the early seasons. That's true, but that's not early. I mean, I I watched all the seasons 
Like, I mean, yeah, I didn't start when it came on because it wasn't really something I was interested in. I just don't think that it had... Because um, the very person that was into it was our mom. Yeah, and she was really into it. Like, I, I sat down and, and saw Jason Momoa as Drogo, and then I was in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we all started watching it together. Because mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't hard to get caught up, honestly. I think it, there were only, like, four or five in. At the time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, we've, we've been fans since the beginning, but I've gotten fed up with their treatment of their female characters yeah. uh, several times, especially last season and the season before. Yeah, but now the, all the females. <clears throat> it's all the females. You know what, though? I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking that I really appreciate that all the suffering that these female characters went through wasn't just to fuck around with them it wasn't just for the sake of the shock yeah because they all grew into such strong women Mm -hmm. from this and i'm glad i'm so glad especially with sansa and Arya, with with them i was so fucking glad because it's just uh, it proved to me that they knew what they were doing in the beginning Mm -hmm. that it wasn't just show me your boobs show me your boobs although honestly for this last season how many boobs have we seen a couple. Yeah, but how many did we see the first few seasons? It was every episode. Yeah, but I think that's because it's like it's that common trope you see online. Uh, came for the boobs, stayed for the plot. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that I feel like HBO is changing its style for Game of Thrones, or that the writers are changing the style. That they they were like, hey, boob, boob, watch the show, boob, boob, slowly, one boob. No boob, but pretty lady. <laughs> yeah, well, I I would definitely say that because it's definitely changed. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's changed since the beginning, but the beginning was we didn't even know that there was magic in the show. The first season ends with Ned Stark's decapitation, and I think we see Daenerys come out of the fire, but I don't think she comes out with dragons. No, she came out with dragons. Yeah, first because season. they hatched in the fire. Yeah, but it was a while before you realized anything. Because there wasn't like there wasn't really a hint that there was magic in this world until the dragons. Um, but the were thing born. was is that you could assume that dragons existed because well because it was somebody's house were. sigil. No, because they had said that he did have dragons. They had yeah, said but that. That in was the in history. stories. Yeah, like we have stories like that. But would you actually believe if you went back on time that you would meet Merlin? Like no. Well, it'd be King a little, Arthur it'd be, and shit. It'd be like, uh, be how much of that is not real? It would be slightly different if they're talking about dragons existing twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm not talking about two hundred years ago. There was them dragons. Yeah, but I think that's also another reason why the show's evolved so much is because it's it's such a slow build. Yeah, because right now we're getting all all the come. Oh is God. coming right now. It's just it's we've been building and stroked this yeah, whole but I time. Think it started off as kind of a very basic story, and then um, just every episode just added that extra grain of sand, and then now we have this giant ass fucking mountain of shit that's gone down. And True, and now we can get to the good stuff, the oh, fun stuff. Yeah, like all the all the character development, all the 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 story building, the house building, like. It's all here. Everything's set up. Mm-hmm. It's all led to this moment. Yeah. It's almost like, like the way it makes me feel is if, um, like, 
George R. R. Martin came up with a story, and he's like, this is a pretty basic story. So he goes, what if instead I told the story from 10 years before anything was really important, set up everything and not tell everybody what the main characters are? Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, but that's what it feels like. It feels like that we were just now getting to the main story that he had, and that everything else before this was just... Yeah, and he's like, I need to add layers to this. I need to... I, first, I need to tell you how I got here. Yeah. Because the book series is called A Song of Ice and Fire, and it's Game of Thrones is the title. It's also very hard to trudge through, yeah. in my personal opinion. I mean, there are a lot of people who who equate him with Tolkien and everything, but I also find Tolkien really hard to read as well. I mean, they're just I'm just not a huge Are they considered I know that they're considered fantasy, they're but fantasy. is there a subgenre that they're both just, in? No, they're just wrapped in fantasy. Cuz I feel like they're both a very similar type of fantasy that I just I don't cotton to. <laughs> no, it's fantasy. Yeah, it's just it's a harder fantasy for me to read. I don't, I, I don't know why, but... Well, what I was saying was that the, the book series is called A Song of Ice and Fire, and that it's only the first book that's called Game of Thrones. Yeah, true. Um, so, what's your relationship with Game of Thrones? Like, or, like how far into the books did you get? Because obviously, I mean, you started reading the books. I mean, I, I couldn't really finish reading because I didn't like Bran's perspective. It was too hard to get through. I read the first book... Uh, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And then, I can't remember what the title of the second book was. Um, A Clash of Kings. Clash of Kings. I think I got maybe 50 pages in, Clash and I stopped. It's A Clash of Kings. And then the one after that is A Storm of Swords, and then it's A Feast for Crows, and then it was A Dance of Dragons, and then the new one that we're waiting on is Winds of Winter. Ugh. Yeah, I only got 50 pages into the second book. Yeah. I, but that's how I knew that there was magic in... Oh, because you had... Did you read the books before you saw the series? Or did you see the series and then picked up the book and the book just went way, right past what you it, saw? In the, exactly. Okay. The books went right past where I was. I mean, at the time, we got into Game of Thrones... And I want to say around the time that Sun and Stars was happening, like between Khaleesi and Drogo, like mm -hmm. one of the sweeter moments in the show, um, I think that's around the time that I finished the first book. So I knew, just from Bran's perspective actually, that there was magic because of his visions in general. Well, I just thought he was dreaming. I don't know. I was just, it's so hard. Well, the fact that he was able to then be inside his wolf. Yeah. That was magic. That's true. <sighs> that's true so but then my relationship is more complicated like I, like I said about the female characters it, it, I really felt like they were abusing them like Sansa getting raped Arya not really having Sansa a doesn't actually get raped in the book though that's what I'm saying the show yeah the show I felt like was abusing the female characters for shock value and then Cersei's walk of shame like I didn't not like that because I did oh, like come it. On. You know how, how big of a reference Cersei. the shame thing is now? Shame, shame. Somebody walks by. Shame. Shame. Shame, Cabell. Shame. I just think, I don't know. Shame. It just bothered me. I was very bothered. Terribly bothered. It bothers me. 
And all the, I mean, the first few seasons of Game of Thrones, there's so many, the scenes take place in so many brothels. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean. Yeah, and, and Khaleesi gets, like, you know, raped. Several times. Well, I think it was just the first time, and then after that, she just started taking control in the bedroom. Taking control. Well, remember, because she, she thought her brother had sent her that handmaiden to help her have sex with Drogo to manipulate him more? Did you forget about that? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Since I could. And me and uh, Mom marathoned it, marathoned it before this season started. Huh. It's a long marathon. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, the first season's amazing, and then second season's amazing. Around third season, you start to kind of start drifting out again. Well, yeah, because there's too much boob and well, not enough action. It's not, a, it's not necessarily that there's too much boob. It's just that it's all of these seasons up until this, even this new season, if you think about it, um, is just setting up the chessboard. Sticking people where they need to be. Yeah, sticking people where they need to be, having forming relationships that will impact the future, like... All of it's all just setting exposition. up. Yeah, it's all just set up for the for the one moment when it counts. That's what Game of Thrones feels like. It feels like they're constantly waiting, putting all your pieces in place, so that when that one moment happens where it actually matters that you had that there, that you have that there. Yeah, because, I mean, it opens with Arya being her many-faced person. Do you remember the first Yeah, with episode? being Frey. Yeah, she's Walter Frey, and she poisons all the Freys, and she's like, tell them when to came. The house fray. Which is amazing. Yeah. I'm really glad that she didn't let that poor, poor girl. That's a, ugh. I hated the phrase, too. They were assholes. I won't waste wine on a woman. <sighs> Fuck you. No, I loved it, though. I loved, I loved everything about the actor's performance. He could feel the difference between normal Walter Frey and then Arya as Walter Frey. Like, oh, yeah. That actor is amazing. I fucking love well, he's him. He's one of the main reasons why I'm still watching The Strain. Honestly. Even though if he's completely useless and old in that show. But yeah, like, she starts off with that and then I remember the internet blew up afterwards because of the Ed Sheeran cameo. Which I completely understand. Yeah, but I like Ed Sheeran. I know you do, but he had no place. They brought him in as a surprise to the actress because uh, she loves him. Again, they could have done that without giving him a singing line or a speaking line. He could have just been there. Like how Daniel Craig was in uh, in uh, Star Wars where he was just a stormtrooper in a stormtrooper thing. And that's Daniel Craig, an a-, a great actor. Yeah. I, w- I was hoping... In a helmet, in a suit. Like, no one knowing. He just wanted to be in there. Well, I think that I would have liked uh, liked it better if it was Simon Pegg's from his his cameo in Star Wars. I forget. Like, he was the um, the guy that she was trying to sell the stuff to in the beginning. He was? Yeah, you know that really big guy in the makeup? Yeah. Yeah, that's Simon Pegg. I huge, did not even he, know that. Yeah, he's a huge fan, so they put him in a shit ton of makeup. But See, it should have been like that or like that because it's, yeah. he's so unrecognizable as that. It doesn't detract from the show. Yeah. Ed Sheeran being in Game of Thrones, not only just being in Game of Thrones, but singing in Game well, of Thrones. He's okay. He didn't. He's, he's not a good actor. He didn't sing in The Hobbit, but he wrote the song for The Hobbit. So? I see fire. It's just. It's because. Like you said earlier, Tolkien and 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 Martin are 
Or Martin's just a huge fan of Tolkien, so it's just that there were all these other reasons why Ed Sheeran was being tapped on for this. Yeah, and, and yet I mean, they could have done would, it better. But I mean, I mean, he he's got no blame though in this situation. Oh yeah, I don't he blame him. I would have done. Online. I would have done the exact same thing if I was Ed Sheeran. I'd be like, yeah, I want to do. Ooh, I can sing. Oh, I'm gonna I let me sing. Part? I get a speaking part. I, I'm gonna be on camera. I'm gonna stare at it. <laughs> Straight to camera, but what? But, but what I'm saying is, is that they should have known better. Yeah, they should have known better. But he did not deserve the backlash he got uh, on Twitter from uh, Game of Thrones. I do not bros. agree with any of that. I do not agree that that people, the people who attacked Ed Sheeran personally. Yeah, I understand saying why was he there. Yeah, but I or please have handled it differently. Just don't give him a speaking part. Don't. Don't make him sing because that's just calling attention to, hey, wink, wink, Ed Sheeran. It's a new song. It's a pretty song. It's a new one. <laughs> yeah. That all bothered me because it's, it just completely detracted from the story. And it, I'm and in it love didn't, with the shape of even... Jon Snow. <laughs> and <sighs> my bad sheets smell like Jon just... Snow. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I liked it. I, I, I when when I was watching it because obviously I watched it the, the second that it came on, I was in the living room watching it, and then um, the second the second Ed Sheeran came on, I'm like, or the, he started singing, and I turned to mom, I'm like, man, the person that can sing the song is really good. Like, I wonder what actor they got that they're trying to show off their pipes. Um, you know how uh, like Kristen Bell's really good singing voice, so every now and then they'll show it off. That's what I thought they were doing. That it was one of the other actors. And they were just being nice to them. And then all of a sudden they cut in and it's freaking Ed Sheeran. And I was like, Mama, it's Ed Sheeran! That is so funny, though, because I had the complete opposite reaction. Really? Um, I know I'd seen it later and I saw it after. You saw the spoilers online. Yeah, and, and I was three weeks behind when I first started the season. Yeah. So I had three weeks to, to watch first. And I don't think I got fully caught up until the fifth, fifth episode, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, like I binged the first. Like you only watched the, first the last two, two live. The first two, and then I saw the third episode, and then by the time the fifth episode was around, I needed to watch the last two. Yeah. Um. But when I saw the episode with Ed Sheeran, I had already seen that he was on there. I already knew people were pissed mm-hmm. that he was there. Um. But as soon as he started singing, all I thought was, "Damn." Couldn't he do, do better than that? That's all I was thinking was that this just sounds basic. This is a basic singing voice. Not even not even that great. I expect more from Ed Sheeran. Yeah, you know what? You can be a hater all you want. For real, though. You, you be, I, you be you. I don't even know if I'm hating. It's just... Be a hater. I love Ed Sheeran. Nobody will ever convince no, me to not love him. You, I'm not saying don't love him. I, I, I'm saying lo- love him all you want, but I expected more. The, the singing voice, I could see anybody doing. He's in love with the shape of Jon Snow. <laughs> Again, you're not singing the song he actually sang. And on my bed, she'd smell like Jon Snow. <laughs> oh, a spider. Save, Save me, Jon Snow. Snow. <laughs> uh, that song is Ed Sheeran's song, I'm, I'm in love with the shape of you. Yeah. I'm in love with the shape of you. Yeah, I know. It's a good song. So it says, I'm in love with the shape of Jon Snow. <laughs> It's still uh, a yeah. It's intense. Such a good song. What happens next in the show? You mean after Arya goes all? Well, no. I mean, we just kind of got sidetracked by that. That wasn't. That's not really an actual important part. 
No, it's because we were talking about Arya's storyline in the first episode. Or I, I was just talking about Arya's arc in general for this season. Just because her arc is crazy. Well, I'm glad that she came home, finally. Yeah, I am, Cause too. Because I got a good release off of that. Because I've been... I didn't realize how clenched I was mm-hmm. the whole time, just kind of waiting, waiting for her to get back and, home. and hoping for her to get back home. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think I'm going to unclench until she puts her knife through Cersei's heart. Do you even think that's going to happen? There's too much buildup with her list of names. I feel I feel like Arya's going to die before her list is done. No, I, I think that when she's going to die, it's going to be in direct correlation to her list. It's going to be something like that. Like, Arya's death is going to be like yeah and i feel I like it should be ironic gonna... almost because of how much it's going to touch on her stuff like that's what but, it feels like aria would get completely sidetracked by something and and miss it and she'd get killed by something like that yeah i can see that happening yeah i think that the way she if she dies that the way she's gonna go is going to be like she's gonna get tested right there at the end and she'll fail mm-hmm. whereas i think sansa could die by anything yeah, I feel I feel like she's gonna go by poisoning, if anything. Really? Yeah, because I don't see her going out bloody. I see someone making her sick. I see her going out like bloody because her like one her mom. Yeah, well, her one weakness was that she's not a fighter. So it would make sense that that's how she dies. I f- I feel as though that the way that they're going to get to her is by someone betraying her trust. But she's still a Stark. Yeah, I know. So I think that that's more like Cersei. I think Cersei's going to be her own undoing, personally. And I think Arya's just going to kind of step up and peek out of the shadow. I was like, hey, did you really think you were going to die, like, this way and not my way? Like, I have a feeling she wouldn't let Cersei die unless it's by her hand. I really hope Cersei dies before she has her baby. Which I still think she's faking. I think she's faking still. I don't believe she's that she's pregnant. She's too old. I don't believe that she's pregnant. I believe that she was using that as a tool to manipulate Jamie, And I think she was doing the exact same thing to Tyrion. Yeah, because knowing that her brothers are going to be instantly protective. Even subconsciously. How could you be protective? I mean, subconsciously. Being, but being Tyrion, his brother and sister are like together i know that's got to be freaky it would freak my shit out well yeah that's like, weird I, it would make my skin crawl like yeah that's just, just and that would kind of make me feel like i don't know i couldn't love your kids yeah i couldn't either and i don't know if that makes me a bad person that i because no, it's not no, the kids I'm, fault it's not the kids fault at all but i would just look at that little kid like, like you are a mutant <laughs> Right? Like something is wrong with you. I bet you're allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> I bet you have a gluten allergy. A real one. Yeah. I mean, but that means that I, they have celiac I, disease. I, I'm definitely going to feed my kid gluten. <laughs> this is one of those things. And then just ha- finding out that way. Yeah, that's disgusting. It's honestly. disgusting. It's and the fact disgusting. that they, they push. Bran can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> because he caught them. He caught them. Yeah. And that's an amazing that we've come this far to have normalized the, fact that the ancestral got... relationship that they have. I can't. I just, I, being Tyrion, I, thinking that she was pregnant again, I'd be like, 
What it, is wrong with like, you? Even after Stop the rumors came fucking out, fucking your brother like rabbits, right? Even after all this stuff, you guys didn't fucking stop. For real, your kids are all dead, oh. and you didn't stop. Your kids and are I can't all believe dead. she blamed oh. Tomlin's death on Tyrion. That's her deal. She did that to her baby. Yeah. She made her her son so upset and hopeless with the world that he killed himself. She's not that's on that her. Way. You know she's not going to see it that way. Yeah, but I would have told her that to her face. That's on her. That That is on you. Your son hated his life because of you. You killed his wife. And he thought, oh my God. And he knew you did it too. Yeah. That's but, why he jumped out the window. But personally, I can see why she blames Tyrion for her daughter though. Well, if he yeah. didn't send her off to Dorne. Yeah, he did that to hurt her though. Yeah, but still... Yeah, I did that to you because you did something equally mean to me. Yeah, just... I bet you you sent away my stripper, or was that the dad? Did the dad send away no, from was, the stripper? That was the dad. I forget. Did he set her set him up with that stripper, too? What? Was she a plan? I forget. Yeah, I think it was that he had gotten her for him. Yeah, for like a birthday present or something to lose his virginity, but he fell in love with her. Yeah. And he had to send her away. Or he killed her or something. I can't remember. He get a fucked up relationship with his father. Yep. Like, oh no, daddy was, like, daddy was mean to you. God, Cersei's so mean. Cersei's the best, though. Her bitch lines when she delivers them are perfect. Yeah, I know, but I'm so frustrated when she argues. She's like, I will not hear. I will not hear. Like, what do you mean you won't hear? Because she's You're going to close your ears? She's queen. She doesn't want to hear it. I mean, you remember how Robert was in the beginning, don't you? Anytime he said anything, everybody was walking on eggshells around him. Because he would just immediately flip. No, I don't want to do this anymore. And he would just walk out the room. Yeah, because he's a fat man. Well, I think that's what happens when you get absolute power like that. And she's just surrounded herself with yes-men and placators. She can do whatever the fuck she wants to do. That's just what happens when you get in that kind of position of power. Hmm. That's exactly what Tyrion said to her, was that um, he believes uh, Daenerys can change the world because she surrounds her with she surrounds herself with people that check her, not people that placate. And she was like, I don't give a shit about about uh, making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. She is, and then it's like, that's exactly why you shouldn't be ruling. Mm-hmm. Like, do you hear yourself? Like, why why do you want to rule so bad when you don't want power? That's I know she wants. she wants power, but what I'm thinking, what I'm saying is, is at least like the worst dictators uh, delude themselves. Some, into thinking that into they're thinking that the, yeah that their way's the best, you know, it's just that. But sir, I don't even understand Cersei's motives anymore. I mean, there, it can't just be power hungry. It's just she just want everything in the sandbox because everybody else wants it. Is that is that what's happening here? Is that Daenerys wants wants something and wants a toy and Cersei's like, no, I want that toy. We really she didn't give a shit. I think it's more. With Cersei, I personally attribute it to the fact that she was raised in a power-hungry household. Yeah, in a power-hungry household and power was being safety. discounted. Well, power was safety, and she never had any power. She was used to get the Lannister house in the throne room. She was given to Robert Baratheon. Yeah. Like, she had no no decision. She, she couldn't make... Like, it wasn't her decision. 
any of that. And, and she she's had a to, woman. Yeah, and she had to sleep with him. And he was drunk half the time and in love with somebody else. Like, she was always powerless. Completely powerless. Until she had her children. And now she doesn't even have those anymore. Because she, she didn't have enough power in her head to save them. She just needs enough power to take care of the people that she cares about. And right now it's just her. And when she didn't have her fake baby in her belly, it was just her and Jamie. Now she doesn't even want Jamie. I was so scared, though. I know, you started screaming. I was so scared because I didn't realize I gave a shit about Jamie Lannister because uh, Jon Snow, Daenerys, Tyrion, Jamie Lannister in a room, Jamie's going to die a thousand times over before I let anybody else even, like, hurt themselves. So the fact that I was actually panicking surprised me. I didn't realize I cared about Jamie that much. I think you do because Tyrion does. Yeah, but I hate Jamie. He's such a fucking pompous asshole. I think that's that too, but he also he, I feel like he was redeemed when he him and Brienne Brian were together. Cersei on top of Joffrey's coffin. And Joffrey was the biggest shit that the universe ever took, okay? Like he's not I I don't know how the actor is pulling this off, but some for some reason He's creating an irredeemable character and making him redeemable. I can't get over it. It's like it's like yeah, you just said they normalized incest, incest yeah. because you you kind of accept it after. Yeah, a while. you did. I mean, and uh, it wasn't because Cersei made you accept it. It was Jamie. Well, I do think it's also her. I'm accepting. I mean, that actress is amazing. Uh, yeah, Alina Headley is amazing. She's 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 ridiculous. She's the best super strong you you kind of just give in to what she wants pretty much oh, yeah she's just such a bitch you gotta admire her like like she's just so evil she she because before she was just like average and you didn't really know if she was good or bad she just seemed selfish and full of herself but now she's in like disney villain level of evil you could tell by her crown yeah she she could basically just start cack like laughing maniacally while looking in a mirror and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody started talking back at her, personally. she's She went complete Disney villain in yeah, my head. She, she's kind of uh, Charlize Theroning it right now. Oh, pretty pretty goddamn hard. Definitely. I, I can't believe it, though. I legitimately thought that we had reached an agreement. Like, I know I said we because I'm, I'm there with Jon Snow and Daenerys. Oh. Like, we're all together. Uh, I when Cersei came back like the pouty child she was after they had that meeting uh-huh. I legitimately thought oh my god she's gonna send her troops north with them and doing it like, I know she even oh no, no you believed it. her when she said I that she was her. going to not only stand down or she said no she said she wasn't going to stand down but instead she was going to take her armies north so that they could all fight the bad together yeah, and that she she specifically said, and I'm doing this with no reassurances from any of you. And so she's like, and I hope you guys remember that later. And I was just like, oh, my God, finally, she's doing something for the with the act of of not receiving anything in return. But by telling them she's expecting to receive something in return, 
<laughs> but I was like, that was close to doing something for good intention, sort of. That was really. But even then, she she big fat liar. Yeah, she's a big fat liar. No, but I didn't believe she, her. She wasn't even. You know, she's not I even sending anybody. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't believe her when she was saying that. Oh, I'm gonna send them up. I'm like, no, 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 no. What's she gonna do? Like, I was trying to think, what's she gonna really do? Is she gonna send like one dude up with a bunch of wildfire, wait for their armies to come and like set it that's off? That's super fucked up. I was, that's the only thing I was thinking is, what is she when she's saying she's agreeing to send men north? What does she mean by send men north? That's what I was thinking. Is that she's using double speak here? I'm trying to. But figure even then, it out. she's not even using double speak. No, she's not. She, she's, she's flat she's out just lying. Flat out. Flat she was out telling lying. Tammy like, "We're not going north." Like, you stupid idiot. We're not going <laughs> what north. What are you talking about? I said that because I said what I needed to say to get them to leave. She. <laughs> oh my god. She's like, I'm gonna do exactly the opposite. I'm gonna basically invade everything that that the dragon whore I cannot believe how she speaks about her it makes me so mad I know because she calls her she's called her a dragon whore and like foreign scum and Mm -hmm. I'm like bitch she's Targaryen like that she was ran out of her home like that (laughs) throne is hers technically it's it's not technically yeah Yeah, it's the the big reveal of the night it's Jon's news. Although we've known reveal, that, though, though, forever. Yeah. I mean, even the internet knew it. Everybody knew it. Yeah, even people who don't read the books or care about the books have heard that theory. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like how they had heard the theory that, well, how we knew that when the dragon went down, it was going to become a white dragon walker. No, you did. I was hoping that they wouldn't be that cruel. No, but I they're kn- that cruel. There's no way. That's like starting a story. It's like that, that main... The main rule when you have when you go out to write fiction is you don't put a knife on the mantle and then never come back to it. So you're saying the that knife on her the mantle, having three dragons was the knife on the mantle. Oh, she can't have all of them. No, I'm saying the the knife on the mantle was killing the the a dragon around also dead things um, that come to life. Okay. There's no way. There's no way they're not going to use it. Oh, my God. I honestly thought they were going to have him breathe ice or something. And when that blue flame came out, that dragon. Blue flame. I'm kind of wondering what what that flame does, though, besides kill things. The only thing I know is that blue flames are a lot hotter than normal flames. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they tell you in science. Yeah. So. But what does that mean in fantasy? No idea. I have no idea what it means. And there should have been no way that that dragon dragon could could take down the wall. Take it down the East Watch. The entire entire thing the whole east side yeah i don't even believe daenerys could do that with her dragons i don't even know she'd want she wouldn't want to no i know she wouldn't want to but i honestly don't think i mean i know that it's dragon flame and everything but in the books the walls were created by magic dragons are magical yeah dragons are magical it's that nothing should be able to cross them, and they should be enchanted, like how the tree that Bran went to, you know, with the whole, hold the door, and Hodor shit Hodor. went down. Oh, God. Bran must hate himself if he wasn't so stoned. Uh, but he's the three-eyed raven now. If he wasn't so stoned uh, He's not Bran anymore. He's the three-eyed raven, and he's stoned off of whatever gro- is growing out the bottom of the tree. Do you know what's funny, though? Hmm. Is I wonder how, how... <laughs> How the actor's taking having to be the three-eyed raven. Well, you see his face. I'm the three-eyed raven now. <laughs> Just go with it, guys. Yeah. He, it it kind of reminds me of... You remember in uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2? <laughs> I know, the first one, Part 1. Yeah, what? Where he was like, 
What does imprinting look like? I've got to figure that out. Where Taylor Lautner was talking about, then you imprint on her. And he's like, how am I going to do that? No. <laughs> what is that? Now, we got to ask ourselves, what does imprinting look like? <laughs> so Bran's like, what does Three-Eyed Raven look like? Apparently it's stone-faced. <laughs> yeah, and just blank. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. Sup? Yeah. Ugh, God, that, that's got to be a tedious role to play. And he doesn't get to walk around either. Yeah. And he, he sits. You know and he's really covered funny? in fur. You know what's really funny? The actor really looks like you took all of the Beatles and mashed them together. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what he looks like. Mainly Ringo, though. No, he's got a lot of Ringo. He's got a lot of Paul and a lot of John. He's got a lot of their hair. Yeah, their early hair. He really does. He looks like somebody took all of the, the early be- Beatles, uh, took their DNA in a centrifuge and created one thing. What's funny, though, is that he's, like, the, one of the taller actors on set. Oh, yeah, and he has to be in a chair the whole time. Yeah. That he's, sucks. He got he's such like height. He's, like, 6'4 or something. Yeah, he's tall as a motherfucker. Yeah. Although the, the mountain is, like, 8 feet tall. <laughs> as a real person. As a real person. Hodor was, like, 6'7 or something. Hodor. That's... That... If I was Bran, that would have killed me. Oh, what happened to Hodor? Yeah, because I literally, literally fucked up his life. You know, there's also fan theories online that he's the one that whispered in the Mad King's ear, and that's what drove him insane. Because he told them that he needed to, or they think that he, because Bran can jump around in time, so they think that he went back in time to try and tell the Mad King about the White Walkers coming in, and that you need to burn them with fire. And that's, but he went insane because he didn't do it right. And he ended up just burning everybody alive with the... So you think it was Bran when he was younger? Like, around the time of Hodor? Because well, yeah, right now he's a three-eyed raven, yeah, right so now he should be able he to, should be able to right. Yeah, he should have all of his his experience points uh, spent. His character's fully upgraded. But, um... No, that's fan theory online. Because you, you realize that the, um, the uh, show's a lot farther along than the books now. Yeah. So... Um, it, there's just a bunch of different fan theories online because apparently all of the Starks it's it's a Stark trait to be able to do that thing where your eyes turn white and you go into a different animal it's just Bran is one of I can't remember what they call them but um, Bran is just one of the strongest that they've ever had in the family where I think that they kind of mentioned it in the first season too where Rob was even like I was dreaming last night that I was running in my wolf like I was running but I was my wolf yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like, all of the Starks have a little bit of it because it's in their bloodline. Because there, there's a lot of fan theories around the fact that Bran had fucked up when he first turned into the Three-Eyed Raven. Because um, of what happened with Hodor. Obviously, the fact that the Night King couldn't cross the fire path from the trees um, until he had touched Bran and while Bran was doing his white-eyed shit. And then all of a sudden he was able to cross over, which is why a lot of people think that he that the Night King literally couldn't have crossed the wall before because it was magic. And that the only reason why he's able to now is because he touched Bran and gained the ability to. I was wondering why that, that touch was so significant. Well, because there the do you remember the story of how the the Night King was made? No, I don't. Do you remember the the really cool makeup job of the 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 forest people, the women in green? Yeah, yeah, That were really good with, like, throwing knives. They had um, a type of glass. Well, the thing is that they were... The first men were was competing for space, for land, and um, basically they were enemies of them, and they wanted to create the ultimate weapon against mankind. 
So she like pushed this piece of uh, ice or glass, I can't remember what it was, into his chest. Uh, or they, they kidnapped a man, pushed a piece of ice into his chest, and created the Night King to have, create the army of the dead that would be able to take over. But then the Night King was like, I got all of my bitches with me, peace out. And he became a bigger problem than what men were for them. So basically, he came from kind of the same type of... Uh, he has the same type of magic that Bran has. Like, he has the same psychic abilities. And the thing is, the books go a lot more in-depth with... Like, because, I mean, on the show, he's just, like, this constant scary presence that's just, like, the Jaws theme. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Getting louder and faster and faster. So they haven't really gone into the backstory of the Night King in the show where he has a lot more um, talked about him in the book. So he has... Basically, he, he's kind of got a parallel of powers that Bran also has. Mm. Which is why you're saying that one fan theory that Bran is actually the Night King. Yeah, that's a that's a fan theory that Bran is also a Night King, is the Night King from when he went back in time to try and uh, stop it from happening. Is that that was him? But then they used a different actor in the in the show. Like they used a redhead to represent him, the the original Night King. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure it's not Bran. But you know, fan theories are crazy. I like fan theories. Oh, I love fan theories. <laughs> Uh, so Jackson, what are you liking? Well, I just got some new spectacles. <laughs> and spectacles. I love them. They're adorable. They have little, they're a little more cat eye than I'm used to. I can't wear them right now because these stupid headphones. Don't, don't hate the headphones. The headphones are smooshing my glasses. Those are expensive My headphones. glasses are more expensive than these headphones. How much were your glasses? Over $800. Okay. Well, those are like $300 headphones, so. Yeah. But that doesn't make the headphones stupid. But me likey. My Versace glasses <laughs> you heard that bruno mars song versace on the floor i wouldn't put him on the floor well it's because she she's wearing versace and they're yeah, about to have sex no no they're about to have sex she, she, because she on the floor because she died well it's her versace that she's wearing is now on the floor because she, she's on the bed and she's naked i thought she's on the floor because no she's not she, on the floor she pushed her clothes are on the floor she she, pushed, she on the bed she pushed she rolled away no she on the bed with with bruno not lazy Sunday? No. He's <laughs> catching grenades everywhere. <laughs> pushing a piano? Pushing, yeah. Pushing his piano up a hill. Pulling it with rope. But she rolled away. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that's what me likey. I did not realize how bad my glasses had gotten. Just now I could not wear them. They were really... Oh, you mean your old prescription? Yeah. They were really bad. I couldn't see. Plus... The scratches were so bad, I didn't realize I was looking through a cloud. No, yeah, that's how my glasses are right now. It was it was bad, so I really like. They also got diamonds on the sides. <laughs> they sparkle, nice in the light. <laughs> they they shine in the light. That's what we like you. Would you like you? You know what I like you? Mozzarella cheese go on <laughs> i've been putting a, i've been using a lot of um, the mozzarella cheese on my stuff it's amazing like i've because we got a new toaster oven so instead of um making like cold sandwiches what i'll do is i'll make uh, ham and cheese sandwiches in the morning but i'll do it by having a slice of bread and then i'll put a bunch of mozzarella cheese on it and then some ham but have two two of them like that inside the toaster oven and then pull them out and push them together 
tastes amazing. I've been basically I've been playing with a lot, putting mozzarella in a bunch of different things, and so I've been playing been, with cheese. So you've been you've been playing with cheese. I've been playing with cheese. Yeah, I've been adding it to a bunch of stuff that I've been making. It's um, funny. As soon as as soon as I give up cheese, I get into cheese. Yes. Yeah, I, I've noticed that I was just slowly starting to get more and more into cheese because we would get those um, pre-made pizzas from Walmart where you just shove them in the oven and then take them out. But I didn't like how they were being pre-made, so I bought some cheese to some mozzarella cheese to basically remake the pizza with more sauce and more cheese and more pepperoni than what it had on it. Um, and I was doing that to the bagel bites too. I was putting more mozzarella cheese and stuff on them. And then I just had the cheese there. I'm like, well, what else can I put this on? I just started putting it on everything. I've been experimenting with it with, like, everything. I'm kind of excited for when you get to the level of cheese platter. <laughs> cheese platter? Yes, because <laughs> I've, I've been there. I passed that level of cheese platter. <laughs> I don't understand what cheese platter level means. <laughs> that just means where, where you can identify the Swiss... From the mozzarella. I can identify Swiss mozzarella provolone. Gouda. Probably. Brie. I can I can recognize Brie on site. Yes, but you will appreciate them all and love them all. And you will only eat cheese. That's <laughs> cheese platter level. Cheese platter level is your life is cheese. Yes, which uh, I'll tell you, it's a good life. It's a good life. <laughs> Until you, get, you start getting cheese belly. Cheese belly? <laughs> yes. What's cheese belly? You get extra soft in the middle. No, oh, because of all your cheese. Yes, because cheese comes with wine. Oh. And That's true. I've been, like, refining my wine palette and my cheese palette. Yep. Yep. <gasps> I'm you, getting you, you, older. Yep, you were about me, like, two years ago. Aren't I you three years ago, though? You're kind of aging me. I think you... you are old. You're old for your age. You're you're you old. are old for your age, and I'm young for my age. Uh, I'm a sexy kitty, <laughs> which I gave you, and I'm wearing them. I my because I'm not gonna be a sexy kitty. I have my my crown. I'm a queen. I want to get real plushy like yours. That'd be amazing. I want like full on cat cat costume. But yours. I want but I want your cat costume for one of the ears to be pierced. Oh my god! If it's not, I will make it pierced. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab one of my giant Mexican hoop earrings and yes. pierce it. Yes, you will be a pirate, a cat. pirate kitty. Yo ho, yo ho! Pirate kitty, pirate kitty! <laughs> so you'd be sexy pirate kitty, sexy pirate kitty. So it'd be the equivalent of puppy monkey baby, Bu- puppy monkey baby, sexy pirate kitty. Yeah, sexy pirate kitty. Awesome. <laughs> What was your likey? Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I agree. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Squid. I'm Jackson. Thank you for listening. Bye. Cheese. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates. Or at Yidemfwigs, that's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.
Hey guys, welcome to the You Know Me for the Dance Queens podcast. I'm Yaxi, and I'm Queen. Hey, episode number 35. 35? Mm hmm. This is the You <laughs> Friends with Giant Squids <laughs> podcast! <laughs> Take a breath. It's okay. <sighs> I'm Jackson. <laughs> Episode numero twenty cinco. Three, 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 three,